How about it, y'all? You got the Lake Seminole Ramblers Podcast, sponsored by Waffle House. I'm your host, Chris Taylor. Y'all, thanks so much for listening. This episode is brought to you by Country Boy Baits, made for the swamp. Y'all, these baits flat out wreck them. Head over to www.countryboybaits.com to check them out. Big shout out to our Patreon, Brett Bush, Miles Mosley, Mason Mosley, John Sullivan, Brent Shaw, and Jamie Kochevall. Y'all, thanks so much for the support. And now, let's get on with the show. All right, starting to feel like fall out there, ain't it? I love this. Not too cold, not too hot, right where I like it. Uh, water conditions on the Flint, we got uh, Stain, some clear, 67. Spring Creek is clear, 68. Fish Pond Drain is clear, 68. Chattahoochee River Stain, 68. Uh, lake has been low this week from 76.4 on Monday to 76.5 at time of publication. Get on to the fishing report, sponsored by Vector Hooks. No games, no gimmicks, no crazy bins, just super sharp hooks that keep fish pinned. Check them out, vectorhooks.com. So, uh, fishing has been on absolute fire. I don't know if y'all have uh, been fishing or not, but uh, it was been been pretty slow uh, for a lot of the lake. And then all of a sudden, boom, here they come. It was awesome. Fish are coming on, uh, especially in the river ledges. You can go down and uh, drop you a jigging spoon and jig that thing for about two or three minutes, and just a school will come. They'll see that thing, I feel like, from a mile away, and here they come. Uh, jigging spoons, Alabama rigs, jerk baits, flukes, worms. Um, really not hearing of a topwater bite, but that's probably going on too. But uh, bass fishing is, is on fire. Uh, biggest one, um, biggest one I caught this week was probably four. Nothing to even take a picture of. Still not seeing some real giants come out to play yet, but uh, it won't be very long. Uh, the hybrids are running like crazy too. Uh, you can, I think everybody's favorite spot in the river is uh, down there by where the drain dumps into the Flint. There's a high spot in the mid- middle of the river channel, and they always on there. They always down there at the bend in the river. Um, right there, uh, pretty close to where Sealy's is, there is a pile of fish. It is staying there, uh, just nonstop. So, uh, scout around that area. You'll see this massive pile of fish. If you're having a hard time finding them, they're there. Uh, catfishing is still really well. Uh, speckled perch fishing is, is on fire as well. Uh, there's limits being caught all over the lake. Um, they're mixed right in following these shad they're just all of these fish in the lake right now are just chasing these shad all over the place so uh you really want to look for bird signs i preach about that a lot cormorants uh fish signs that'll tell you are needle fish you'll know what they look like when you see them uh, they eat shad so if you see them they're around the shad too uh so there's a lot of telltale indicators that there's stuff going on uh don't overlook nightingale birds or the little swallows or whatever they are that's swooping around they'll tell you where the shad are also a lot of times hybrids are on those kind of birds. So keep your eye out. Also, all kind of cool stuff like uh, the eagles are out harassing the uh, the coots. That's pretty cool. I've seen one flying over a flock of them, a big ball of them laying on a grass mat, just harassing the hell out of them all day. Uh, but, yeah, it's time to go out before it gets, you know, real winter time setting in, and we really don't want to do nothing. I know 
lot of y'all are deer hunting. Uh, I'd love to see some some deer hunting pictures. Y'all want to shoot those over to Lake Seminole Ramblings at gmail.com. I can get you get you on here and we can talk about your deer that you shot and all. Nearly 1,000 participants from 32 states, Canada and Latvia, that's some country in Eastern Europe, I believe. They came together to remove hundreds of Burmese pythons from South Florida as part of the 2022 Florida Python Challenge. Participants removed 231 invasive Burmese pythons during the 10-day competition. Uh, so that competition was made to create awareness about that invasive species and all the damage it's doing to Florida's ecosystem and uh, the threats they pose to the ecology there. Uh, the winner there was Matthew Conception, removed 28 of those bad boys. He won the $10,000 grand prize courtesy of Belgron Everglades Foundation. Uh, winning the Longest Fish Award. Longest Fish. That's, yeah, Longest Python. They're getting stuff from us, what they're doing. Winning the $1,500 grand prize for Longest Python removed in the competition at a length of 11 feet. Yeah, just uh, just over 11 feet, 11 and a quarter, is Dustin Chrome. So congratulations to those guys. That's pretty cool. They actually do, uh, Florida Wildlife Commission will pay you per snake to remove those. And so now they're having snake tournaments. Uh, Governor DeSantis was quoted once again, the Florida Python Challenge has yielded impressive results with hundreds of invasive pythons being removed from the wild. Removing these snakes is one of the many efforts we are employing to restore and maintain the Everglades ecosystem. So I, I figured that'd be pretty interesting to talk to y'all about. I didn't realize there was snake tournaments. All right, so let's talk about this uh, new nonprofit that's fixing to be formed, the Stewards of Lake Seminole. So the Stewards of Lake Seminole organization begins information and membership drive campaign. The mission of the recently formed organization, Stewards of Lake Seminole, is to secure funding as a 501c nonprofit to manage invasive species in Lake Seminole in a collaborative but timely manner with the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers for the benefit of property owners on Lake Seminole, bordering communities, and the federal, state, and local governments that benefit from the recreation, revenue, and taxes that Lake Seminole Resource gathers. Three kickoff informational membership drives have been scheduled for 7 p.m. So that's uh, Tuesday, November 1st, Wednesday, November 2nd, and Thursday, November 3rd. The one on the 1st is at Seminole State Park. The one on the 2nd is at the Lions Hall in Donaldsonville. And the one on the 3rd is at the Cloud Livestock Building in Bainbridge. Okay, so, of course, anyone that's interested, you need to go check it out. And I'm going to... I'm going to give you a little little more insight here. So this was founded by Mr. Steve Dickman. Uh, first moved to South Georgia in 1977. Watch that dynamic ecosystem grow, provide millions of hours of enjoyment. Okay. This is all fantastic and all. 2021 tourism exceeded $68 million for Seminole Decatur counties. Lake Seminole is a critical financial resource. Tourism, recreation, activities, property owners, investments, taxes, and much more. Okay, so let's stop right here and talk about this for a minute. So last year, tourism generated $68 million for Seminole and Decatur County. So question number one is, 
why has that not been kicked back to the lake? So at the lake, this is the questions we need to ask, y'all. We don't need to be making more committees and more stuff like we need to hold the people that are in power right now. You got to hold them accountable. If we don't all come together as a community without having to spend more money, then they're not going to do they're not going to be held accountable. And it's not just the core, it's everybody that takes advantage. like y'all y'all live at the lake, you see the state it's in. But we we generated 68 million dollars for the counties. Why ain't that been put back in? Why do we still have ramps that look like stones does? Like that's the questions we need to start asking. We all need to band together and go to these county commissioner meetings and demand answers, right? But nobody does that. Maybe two or three of, of y'all do it. But So here's their plan. They want to raise $250,000 by April to fund specific projects that demonstrate the organization's capabilities. For, okay, so they're telling us for the for us, the stewards will keep the channels navigable. For the property owners, the group will endeavor to pursue the management of grasses around boat docks not targeted by the Corps. For the business owners and communities, they will endeavor to provide leadership that will fully enhance tourism spending and the economic impact on the communities. Okay, so... Here's how much it costs. Annual membership. $50 for a bronze. Silver is $100. Gold is $500. Platinum is $1,000. Diamond is $5,000. If you pay $5,000, you'll get to put your business logo on the website. Okay, so I don't want to be negative, Nancy, but why do we have to pay? Like, that's all we do now. Do we not realize? Now we pay to, to use the ramps, and they still suck. We don't even have power at Spring Creek at night. You don't have lights to even launch the boat. The core gets 6% or 10% or whatever the percentage is from every business that's on the lake. They already don't do anything. And so now we've got another organization, a quote-unquote nonprofit, that's going to come in and charge you per year to have the grass taken out around your dock. Okay, so let's just think about this logically. How many people are actually going to do this, and how much money is it actually going to raise? And do we know how much it costs to clear out channels? Like, here's what I, here's what I want to see Stewards Lake Seminole do. Let's just get everybody together and go demand that our lake be fixed. Like, that's what it needs. The core was given. Nobody is pressuring the core about where did the FEMA money go. I done told y'all five times now. I carried the guy who was the head contractor. He told me the core told him don't worry about the cut. Like, there's stuff that's going on, and us spending more money is not going to change that. The Corps is still not going to replace channel markers. They're still going to say it's the Coast Guard's problem to do it. It's not our problem. They're still going to go on television and say, oh, those guys are crying about the lake again. Like, this has been a problem for decades and decades and decades. 
And the only reason that anything got done is because Mr. Jack was alive and he called everybody and worried them to death about it. So I support an organization. I support doing something to try to get the lake in shape. But an organization to pay more money to, to try to persuade the Corps, that's the Corps' job. It's their lake. No other lake out there looks like our lake because we don't put enough pressure on them. That's the problem. We all got to band together and we all got to come at them. If everybody that listens to this and everybody in the counties and all over the place, if y'all all went to the Inspector General's website for the Corps and you file a complaint, it will get noticed. I mean, it's just very simple. But I don't think, and this is just my opinion, and I'm not trying to be negative, I think any help for the lake is good help. However, I don't think setting up a corporation, a nonprofit, to take annual payments to keep your lake clean that should already be clean, I, I don't know. That's just, I don't know. That's just my opinion, you know. Whatever. But, uh, yeah, if y'all are interested, uh, go out. If you want some more info, you can reach out to Mr. Dickman directly. Uh, srdickman at bellsouth.net is his email. All right, if any of my listeners are looking for a solid boat, I am putting mine up for sale, 2020 Vexus AVX. Contact me directly, Ramblins at gmail.com. Reach out to me on Facebook. And uh, I'll give you some more details about it, but it's time to move on and get something different. So uh been well taken care of. Just let me know. But, uh, yeah, we're going to stop rambling. We're reaching our uh, our kind of end of the season, so I appreciate y'all bearing with me through most of the year. And um, we'll see you next time. You've been listening to the Lake Seminole Rambles Podcast, sponsored by Waffle House. Hey, y'all, I'm your host, Chris Taylor. Thanks so much for listening. This episode was brought to you by Country Boy Baits, made for the swamp. Go check out my boy Jesse over there at www.countryboybaits.com. He makes some of the baddest worms you've ever used, and bad's a good thing. But anyway, appreciate y'all. We'll see you next time.